That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's all that I know. It's a lot of mine. See as far as it goes. Yeah, inspire some hope. Do that shit before I go. You couldn't judge me. You couldn't judge me. You ain't been through the shit I've been. That is the slow jam of this episode of Continue Podcast, episode 133. <laughs> that song is Judge Dread by Quentin Miller. Which would have uh, made more sense. If, uh, yeah. Which would have made, it would have made so much more sense. If, if had, yeah, we were, technology we were going, had not conspired. Guys, we were going to record a, a stunning, stunning episode of uh, Continue, wherein we provide you with a commentary track for the 2012 film Dread, starring truly Carl Urban's greatest performance. Carl Urban is so goddamn awesome. Well, what else has he been in? Lord Lord of the Rings. Rings, Oh, that's right. That's right. Netherlands. Chronicles of Riddick. Uh, he's also uh, super famous now because everybody likes the boys uh yeah oh uh, right unfortunate uh so it's fine it's fine i i i i am against that show it's very the fandom is problematic oh and i'm problematic yeah i'm only against it because i read the comic when it came out like Mm -hmm. start to finish and it's a bummer it's just like it's so cynical and hopeless oh, yeah yeah and the, the comic is so different than the show too like the comic is like straight satire of comics oh, interesting. okay yeah it's it's a very different beast uh so this was my original slow jam plan i was like oh we're gonna do dread surely the sylvester stallone 1995 soundtrack had to have had some horrible hip-hop song, right? Well, right, like, yeah, because it was the era when you closed out a film re-explaining yes, yeah. the events of the film <laughs> well, I, I that was you just watched so in a song. for it to be like, and now, uh, <laughs> now, now Run DMC says, Dread, 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 like over and over again. T-U-R-T-L-E power. Right. Instead, I go and look up the soundtrack and now I might have to go buy the soundtrack to the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd? It's all original only for that movie songs by The Cure and Cocteau Twins and fucking, like, White Zombie and an Alan Silvestri score? Uh, right. <laughs> I, 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 was, I, was like, I was like, what is happening? What? What weird portal have I fallen through where Judge Dredd? But so when you find out, like, soundtrack. oh, the like the Batman Forever soundtrack also has like the flaming lips on it, and you're oh, that soundtrack what? rules, dude. It's good. That soundtrack is so good. It's not just Kiss from a Rose being amazing. <laughs> um, but yes, everybody, we we are all calling an audible this week. Uh, we're in a weird, like, I feel like we've had such a good run of game months. Like, 2023 has felt very strong for things to play in general. And I feel like now we hit the summer doldrums, even though things are still releasing. But before we get to what we've actually been playing, let me talk to other people who are like, eh, fuck it, let's see where this show takes us. That's <laughs> Susan Hart. <laughs> Susan Hart, what, what's, what's going on? So, I am trapped... 
in my house because because it's hot. It's over a hundred degrees every day. No, I, I escaped that. I don't like that. Never yeah. again. It's. it's I, I actually I yeah. I discovered much to my surprise. It is genuinely making me depressed. Like oh, the way yeah. the way people get depressed in in wintertime because there's not enough sunshine. I'm yeah. like getting because I can't go. I can't do anything. Like I can't just like totally oh, sit it. on my patio and read for a while. And isn't that nice? Oh, look there, are my dogs. La la la. No. <laughs> and yeah. So it's, it's, any any ex- any excursion outside is ju- you're just instantly drenched in sweat. Yeah. It's bad. Like that's not even an exaggeration. That's actually what happens. And and I it's making me go crazy. I don't know if it's because I grew up in the Northeast. But I would always rather be cold. I always wanted yeah, to same. be yes. cold. Same. And like the reality is, like when I hear people like, "No, I hate being cold." I'm like, if you are cold, Dude, there is remedi- There's remediation available. Yeah. You can yeah. go get a blanket. You could go punch a bear in the face repeatedly, and then put that bear on top of you. Like you, <laughs> there, there's so a tauntaun. Many- <laughs> there's a tauntaun. You can just take out a laser sword and cut open that tauntaun, and it's just full of like denty more beef stew or whatever the fuck comes out. <laughs> Do you guys ever have that moment when you're like, see the tauntaun bust open and you're like, hmm. That looks. <laughs> no. It no. looks like chicken noodle soup. No. It's never I'm had that. Han Solo had a delicious yum yum meal that night while he was in the tent with Luke. That's always how I interpreted that scene. <laughs> but yeah, I no, heat heat's terrible. Uh the guy who is really wondering about my dietary choices is Staff <laughs> Roberts Dave Roberts. No, not, did not you just see, dietary. I mean a lot, just of, all lot of choices. Uh no, choices. did you see apparently there's an article that was making the rounds this week that like felt because I lived in Phoenix for most of my life, and it was very mm-hmm. like, oh, I've experienced this before. And it's just like talking about, like, yeah, Phoenix is like the hottest, like one of the most populated cities that is like the hottest place that like mo- mo- most people live in. And like, um, apparently there was a thing where it's like, yeah, like if, if, if this city experiences like a power outage mm-hmm. during this heat wave, like half of the population is probably going to need medical attention from like heat stroke. And oh, yeah, Ooh. yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. But like the article is just like, yeah, you know, like kids like, like singe their hands on, on monkey bars that have been baking in the sun all I've day. Yep. Seat, seat belts are like hot irons. Uh, yep. People go jog, like, you know, regular joggers go like strap headlamps to their face and go running at four in the morning and come home drenched in sweat because it's still 90 degrees outside and yeah but shouldn't it be like that everywhere and shouldn't like (laughs) exxon mobile executives have four yachts shouldn't they shouldn't they they should um, have a yacht for every day of the week yeah what if you have to crash one of those yachts what if you're (laughs) hey like like ron perlman was talking about they have houses too. They have houses. They that's, have houses too. Anyway, they have so many though. That's they the problem. They have so you can many never... houses. Which one? It's like whack a mole. <laughs> you never <You're> know. Like... 
well, how am I going to get to Lake Como and take him out? You know what I'm saying? It's just, that's, what am I going to fucking go to Naboo and <laughs> set their house on fire? I saw somebody uh, saying like, oh, yo, Ron Perlman's uh, forgotten. Those are characters he's playing. He's not actually that tough. I'm like, okay. I will Dark give you that one. Say that you to want- his face. But he, there's that. Like he's, he's a large man, no matter what. But okay, we'll put him over here. Like you understand, there are a lot of people who are in amazing goddamn shape because mm-hmm. it's their job, and right. this is hurting them financially. Like you know that, right? Like, and they're trained to do fights. Why? Why would you roll the dice? On being like, I bet I could beat up a guy who was chosen because he looks like Hellboy already. <laughs> he naturally already? Yeah. looks like Hellboy. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you should be like, well, I bet I could take him. <laughs> I bet I could take him. Um anyway. We're yes, we all hate rich people on this show. That's the, the moral of moral of that story. It, they're uh, just so dumb. Is the they're thing so, they're they're all the worst. Uh, video games, though, video yeah, games. As sure uh, as I've as I've pulled myself trying uh, to get back. Like, guys, I've been reading too much. I've been reading books. That, see, that's too your much. first like, problem. Like, yeah, there, like there's a, like a your mo- problem. Fucking idiot. Looks like we got ourselves a reader. Uh... <laughs> And I, I, I could have not been able to turn Final Fantasy 16 back on. I simply have not, uh, which I suppose we will get to shortly. But I downloaded the demo for Pikmin 4. Oh, yeah. Tell, like, me, tell me about that. Yeah. I, I was like, I need something gentle. I need, yeah. I need something gentle. And I, do you guys like Pikmin? Have you played the Pikmin yeah. games? Okay. So here's, this is... Okay, so here's my problem. You yeah. say I needed something gentle. I I also went to the Pikmin demo. I'm like, I I do not have a whole lot of brain capacity right now. I want something nice and cozy. The problem with Pikmin yeah. is they die. Yeah, it's also they it's die, not they die a lot. it's it's not like nice and cozy. It is time and resource. It, it's a it's a it's a real time strategy game. Yeah, Except yeah, that's yeah. your your plant people have cute little faces and they turn into little ghost plants. What they do no, I can't do it. <laughs> and they they like little, little the spirit leaves their body. <laughs> yeah, you watch you watch you watch a little ghost go off after they're like after a giant like what looks like if you like like skinned and shaved Gonzo from the Muppets. I don't know what these little creatures always are, <laughs> but if you like shaved and skinned Gonzo and they're like blah blah blah, and then they will just roll over. Yeah, your or not even that. And- You're just like like the yeah. camera is in such a way that you accidentally walk all of your Pikmin into a lake. Yeah. And they're just and like, they're oh drowning. no! And then <laughs> the spirits leave their body. Oh, okay, so the old Pikmin games, I think I think people don't realize that all of the previous three Pikmin games, I guess there are like five. There's, there's the weird 3DS one and the mobile one as well. But like, they're all really different. Like mm, they, okay. they present as being similar, 
but they're very different games. Like the first game is like, you know, kind of a, a design type that you just don't see anymore. It was a game that was meant to be played in like a single sitting. You know, you're only like the original Pikmin is you are on a very strict time limit. Mm-hmm. And if you do not find all of like the little dude's parts for his mm-hmm. spaceship that has mm-hmm. crashed, like that's it. You lose. And you sort of have to get really good at knowing exactly where to go, what to do. And I, I think it, you know, I understand why that turned so many people off yeah. back at the time. Um, it's like, you watched a GameCube without a Mario game, then you fucking give me this? Like, I, I can hear I can hear the, the old uh, GameStop.com reviewer. Uh, more like Zelda. Um, that guy. But then 2... <laughs> Two was that idea, but more approachable. Like there was still a time limit. It was still primarily you have these like different Pikmin and you're like finding stuff. But three, there three wasn't really stressful. It was still hmm. sort of a tiny levels, and you had to like make sure that you had enough juice. Like you you collected food so that your little aliens could eat the next day while they're on Earth, and. I mean, like, it was just fucking doling out strawberries left and right. Like, you were never in any peril. Mm. And it was a much... That, like, 3 was a gentler game. It was, like, gentle RTS. With... You still had a lot of cutesies dying. (laughs) It sounds like very much the same kind of thinking about Kirby's epic yarn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, not quite that gentle. Like, a little bit more demanding than that. But it was like very contained. Like three, yeah. you could finish it in about eight or nine hours, and I fucking loved that game. Like that, that was peak uh, Wii U. Mm-hmm. This is a very different game. Just even the demo is just the first two hours of the game, and it's far easier to play. Like the very first thing that happens is you now have a weird alien dog. You have like a pooch. And what's his name? Big, uh, Owachi. I think I'm saying it right. Owachi. And in the past, so when you first get him, he's a puppy and you can use him to, you know, sort of knock down walls in the gardens that you're exploring, or you can have him pull plants out of the way. And Owachi's, you can also use him to attack, uh, bad monsters but not really. And he can also carry stuff like the Pikmin. That's always what you're doing. You're going out with your Pikmin, your little plant Pikmins. Like there's different types that can do different stuff. And they are always, you're going to get resources. So, you know, when it's teaching you to play, you knock down, like it's like stone obelisk and it's a Game Boy Advance SP. Like (laughs) cute stuff like that. And it's like, those are resources for your ship. But also when the dog grows up, you can use them as transport. That was always like one of the big things in the old games was you're always like leading around a hundred of these little Pikmin guys. And you, like Dave said, you would, they would all fucking go into the drink or get rolled (laughs) over or get gobbled up. But now you can all ride the dog. So it's like you, you're covering much bigger distances. The levels are really, really big. And there's like a lot of areas to explore. And the the illusion of like a time constraint is totally gone. 
you're, you're yeah, because like typically you like the way it works is like you have a certain amount of time each day before nighttime comes and all the monsters appear and you have to like yes. get your guys back to this ship. They've done away like there's now a day and night cycle, right? There is a day and night cycle still, and you're like still like you have the day to go do your stuff, but it's it's far more freeform. Like, you know, the demo says, oh, well, you have to get this much energy for the rescue ship and you're you're so the original character you are your own character you get to build your character this time oh nice name them yeah which is cool you get to like customize your little alien because the original character crashed on earth again olimar he's crashed then the rescue corps from your planet went to go rescue him and they fucking crashed (laughs) (laughs) it's really cute get it together Like they, these guys just keep showing up and stealing our Duracell batteries, and they just can't get their shit together. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, you, it's it's far more like go get this much energy and take this amount of time to do it, and it's it's much more environmental puzzles. Like, mm, there, I, I, yeah, I've I've never felt myself like r- truly exploring in a Pikmin game before and this time you really are. Hmm. Um, and the ramp up is, is uh, not quite as swift, you know, in the old ones, it's like you learned the basics. Now you have two different types of Pikmin and go. Yeah. Uh, and you know, by the end of this demo, you're messing around with like three different types and you're just kind of doing it. And it's great. Uh, really fun. And if you're looking for that thing, that's sort of, you know, cozy, but not too cozy. It feels like very video gamey still. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It's, it's everything you would want from like classic Nintendo back in the day. It is also like classic Nintendo circa 2006 because no one will shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I oh. heard this. Like oh just God, you think you, you, you're going to play for like, five minutes and then another guy starts yammering at you like shut your goddamn trap and it's it like you'll it does it's the worst sort of Wii nintendo ds era nintendo like i thought they grew out of this shit where it's like oh you found a piece of energy you need a piece of energy to power the ship uh, go pick that, it up with your it's dog that, it's and that then miyamoto you, Touch. Yes. Yeah. You go over to the thing that they already just described to you. And then it stops. Another huge text bubble comes up. You're like, oh, you found energy. Your Pikmin will carry that. And it's, I, I, I thought I was going insane. I was like, you guys just sold 10 million copies of a fucking Zelda game that doesn't tell anyone shit and just lets them waste their time because it doesn't tell them anything for hours. <laughs> And you insist on telling me what grass is four times in a row, you <laughs> dicks. Uh, so uh, I, I Anthony'd it pretty hard. There is no tooltip reading. I am just like, start button, skip, start button, skip. At least you can just plow through it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's lovely, though. It's like I, I immediately was like, I'll buy, I'll buy this. I'll play this this month. This is so much better than... Uh, uh, murder sex bro uh, from from Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, Susan, what did you play? You played a video game? 
I uh, started... Okay, so Ghost Trick was just uh, re-released on Switch. Yeah, buddy. I dug out uh, the DS version. Because <laughs> yeah. I had it. And why not? <laughs> so I start, So here's, here's the... Okay, so I have a history with Ghost Trick. So when it came out, I played it. I got to a point and got stuck. Mm-hmm. And then it came out on iOS... And first it was broken on iOS and didn't really work. And but then it did. And then I got the They point. fixed that eventually? I thought it was like I thought they did, I yeah. Thought, yeah. Alright. So you <laughs> I got stuck again. So now I am I am approaching I I I remember the chicken level. There's a level that takes mm-hmm. place in a chicken restaurant, and then I remember there's a later level with a, a little girl who's homesick in bed. Yeah, but by the way, we we need to I need to iterate that the name of this restaurant is the Chicken Kitchen. Yes. Which is <laughs> The writing of this game is really good. It's really good. So good. The writing is magnificent. The animation is astonishing. It's just yes. so so gorgeous. And I don't know I I'm, I'm getting to the point where I always get stuck again. I'm like, "Oh, what do I do?" Oh. But it's I I yeah. Doesn't doesn't missile? Oh, missile's right in the beginning. Doesn't doesn't? Yeah, but he comes back. He like, does. Missile, yes, yes I, I, he's not. You're not compelled to just get out a fac. And I, is that still a word? I, <laughs> we'll still it's, say it's not. It, well, it's not still a word. But uh, I I have. I'm so weird. There are times. Okay, when I'm playing something, if I feel like there is no way. I am like I have exhausted every opportunity, like every possible idea I have, everything, because my brain only works certain ways. Then mm-hmm. I will go look something up, or like something that I could brute force through just sheer time. Like yes, if I looked all over the map, I would find this thing. My time is valuable to me. Here, give me a picture that shows me where it is. Fine. Sure. I don't find pleasure in the doing of the the whatever it takes to solve. Right. If, however. It is something where I take pleasure in the solving of it, and I just haven't been able to. And or I feel like, no, 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 no. If I just throw my brain at this for a little while longer, I will be able to figure it out. I can't look up the answer because it feels oh. like cheating. <laughs> Wait, you know what this sounds like to me, Susan? A me problem? Susan, Susan, here's here's a here's a guide. You're gonna get you through that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> But Susan, we, you can solve the other puzzles that are on the other side of the thing that you can't give it. Yep. I am the person who will, like, I, I, I will not nudge a pinball table. Yep. I, I, yeah. I, if there are, if, if there are, uh, you know, power ups in a, like, oh, well, if you, if you drink this, it'll increase your accuracy for 30 seconds. No, no, I will do it the hard way. Save all your elixirs to the final boss. And never use it. I never just, use it. I'm such a jerk. You can imagine how playing ghost trick is for my brain. Like those puzzles, like I, I think I got through that first stage, 
and oh, then that was yeah. it. Like I can't, I can't. I there were moments where I was like looking at my DS, being like, "What do you want from me?" <laughs> I, I I played that game with GameFAQs open pretty much the whole time. So now you like, know ju- how I feel felt playing Shovel Knight. This is exactly, <laughs> yeah, this is exactly. But like, unlike Shovel Knight, I was so I. You know, and it's the same thing with Ace Attorney, honestly. Uh, you know, back Ace when they Attorney were really just great, gotta, it went too far. Just like but Ghost Trick, the, it's so beautiful and mm. the writing is so good that I was like, I want to experience the story this way. Like, yeah, I want, yeah. I want, and I, I was like, I don't care. Like, I, just tell me what to do. Yeah. I'll give it. I'll give it the good old college try. Okay, for, uh, for folks who maybe are, are not familiar with the game, don't know what the the uh, shtick of it is. It is a puzzle game. Uh, it yeah. starts, uh, you are a character named Sissel, um, who reminds me of Adam Sessler. And uh, <laughs> you, when the game starts, you're dead. And uh, there's a, a red-haired detective, a lady detective, with you. Um, you are a spirit at that point. Mm-hmm. Bad news, uh, you're gonna cease to be uh, at daybreak. Good news, you have until then to figure out who killed you and why. You do this by manipulating time. You can go back when if you encounter a fresh corpse, and you do that with disturbing regularity in this yeah, game. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty frequent. <laughs> uh, you can go back four minutes before their demise and try to change things to avoid their fate. So that's what you're doing. And you're doing this by possessing different uh, inanimate objects around mm-hmm. the scene. So basically the way the puzzle works is you're presented with a scene that has a uh, that will have a sequence of events that leads up to a character's death. So you yeah. flip a light switch or you roll a ball across a floor or you, but you only have a certain amount of range. So part yeah. of the puzzle is figuring out what you have to do to change the sequence of events. The other half is figuring out which, because there's a bunch of red herrings. There's a bunch of stuff on the screen for you to possess that is not part of the solution. So you will have to figure out what items to possess in what order. Sometimes there's um, timing elements like you gotta you gotta possess it right as something else happens uh so it gets pretty intricate pretty quickly and it's hard like it is it is not it is not gentle with these puzzles there's no hints uh no no no, there's no the zero help i do like occasionally occasionally well occasionally there are moments where like a character will like you'll see a little text bubble appear on the screen and like yeah, it's like yeah. his internal thoughts and he'll he might say something that it's like oh well i gotta get over there and it like it may yeah. give you some direction where you need to go but it's not like you can't just hit a button go tell me what to do yeah. oh my yeah. god highlight they, the thing when all the when all the characters show up in each of the stages for the first time you typically see them interact with some elements in the mm-hmm. stage around them so that you at least know, like, all right, well, I, I know what that will do if I possess it. Right. Uh, yeah, it is. It's it's a bastard, but it is so... It's, <laughs> you, you already mentioned it's so good looking. 
Like it's so nothing, good. Like, it's so stylish. Yeah, nothing else looks like it. Nothing. No. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. it, it, the if anybody hasn't seen this, the aesthetic is. It's like if Jet Set era Jet Set Radio had a disco era in the past, and it's like the disco yeah. version of that, like the the police is he the police chief the inspector the guy, guy yeah. who's yeah. got like the big head, like, the big cape and does like a pose cape, like an Elvis pose like, poses every time he's so yeah. awesome he's so good so so cool uh, kick ass music too really yeah. really yeah. really good tunes it's um, it's. But it's but I I find it difficult to play for long because the puzzles are so intricate and it's yeah. it's 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 you're kind of basically making a Rube Goldberg machine on the fly. Yeah, it's the best way. Rube Goldberg Rube yes. Goldberg machine. Yeah, the amount of mental energy it takes at least me to go. Okay, I got to do this and then that and then mm, and I it it. I can't play it for very long because I'm like, okay, now I'm tired. The levels themselves are relatively short. They, they do get more intricate and longer as you go, but yeah. the, at least at the start, they're they're pretty short. So like mm-hmm. the it's it can be like snackable in that way. We're just like, okay, I'll just spend 30 minutes, I'll do a level, and I'm done. Like that yeah. that was all my brain energy for one day. Um but yeah, some of those later ones. I'm trying to remember because I know there are moments where it's like if you if you change fate in such a way where it's like you you change something in the scenario like the character's still gonna die but like mm. something is a little different it creates a checkpoint and mm. I'm thinking that that game gets to certain points where it's like you can create checkpoints that like objects in the scene are red herrings. And so you actually have to revert back to the beginning of the level to try something else. It's wild. Um, yeah. I, I will the, say to... Oh, go ahead, Dave. No, Sorry. just the... I, I, I've, I've dipped into the remake a little bit, too, because I just, like... Oh. Like, I needed a break from Final Fantasy sixteen. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I, th- I, I posted a message where I was like, yeah, Final Fantasy sixteen colon, I wish I was playing Ghost Trick, and so then I just got Ghost Trick. Um, <laughs> the remake... It's good. Like, if this is the only way you can play it, like, do it. Mm. But I, I, it does the thing that, like, the Phoenix Wright remakes did, where it smooths out all the pixels. Oh. And it's like, it just, like, it still Gross. looks good. But it, it, like, something about, like, the rough edges of, the, of, like, the Game Boy DS style pixels, it just gives it that little bit of, like, character. Mm-hmm. And what <laughs> it runs at sixty frames a second, so the animations are way too smooth. <laughs> oh, that! But that's it's like they, they look that good. It's the purpose. Like it, they look, the animations look really good. But yeah, because I played the DS version, I just go like that. That's not the right ghost <laughs> trick. <laughs> I was just gonna say this sounds like a real. That's not the right ghost trick. Wow, but it's still good. Like it's like it. And it runs on Steam Deck. That's what I've been playing it on. So, like, yeah, like if you if that's the if that's all you got, definitely worth checking out. But yeah, there's something about that DS version, and it's just kind of like that that old grimy look of those pixels. Susan, what is it. the point? What is the point you get stuck at? I don't like, I, I, remember. It's been so long. <laughs> I thought it was the yeah. chicken restaurant, but then I remember. But the the little girl in bed with the sniffles hasn't happened yeah. yet 
So it right. must be after the chicken restaurant. I think but the chicken that... restaurant was like the last thing I got through without help. Yeah. And like that was a, a ch- like a war. It's ha- <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard. <laughs> it's very hard. Yeah. I just uh, for anybody listening, let's skip ahead a couple minutes. Who does Cecil turn out to be again? Because hey, I have... stop. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Susan doesn't know. know. That's right. Oh, that Susan doesn't know. That's right. You've never. That's you. You didn't look at the fact. No. I will. Okay. I. But okay. So I was just thinking about a different puzzle game that I highly recommend: Escape Academy. Uh, the second DA- DLC bundle just dropped, and it's fantastic. But. I will look up puzzle answers if you freaking time me. And it, yeah. all, of, oh, yeah. all of Escape Academy's levels are timed. Yeah. Which is the only negative thing I have to say about it. Uh, like that's, what, it's like the, the problem is like you're, you're, you're like, if the only failure is to just like do the puzzles that you've solved over again but faster, like that's not, that's not fun. Yeah. It's dumb. No, give yeah. me time. Yeah. Like I get I get like they're trying to go for that escape room feel. Exactly. And exactly. Like, w- but when you're in an actual room with other people and you can only do it once, that makes sense. But if yeah. you got to repeat the level, like what? So technically it's, it's- you don't have to. You can get more time. It cuz the whole shtick of it is you're at Escape Academy and these yeah. are classes. So it lowers your grade. Right. If you do that. Um so I eventually is like, oh, wait, I can just replay the level. All the puzzles are exactly the yeah. same. So now I'll just... And it's the one thing that's wrong with the game. But otherwise... but So, yes. But then is, then is a time when I will look up an answer. What is... Uh, it, uh, this is like on the spot. What is for you guys what you consider sort of your most shameless cheating your way through a game like a moment where you're like fuck this i'm either gonna like legit like back in the day children listening you could cheat in games they didn't make make you pay money for uh fun things there were codes and and easter eggs they weren't dlc i don't know i'm (laughs) like (laughs) <laughs> Resident Evil just like Resident Evil now every time they put out a new Resident Evil they're just like give us five bucks and we'll give you all the unlockable weapons uh, like okay <laughs> but, uh, but like I, I, I love Catherine like that game yeah, yeah. Catherine yeah. I loved Catherine but that is really tough spatial puzzles and yes. brutal timing yes like, brutal timing yeah. And it got to a point where it was like, I want to do the fun stuff. I want like, like, <laughs> like, I want to go in the confessional booth and be asked like, oh, right. like you could shoplift, and but no one will ever know. What do you do? I want to do that. So I just sat with YouTube open wow. when that game came out. Yeah, and I would like, I would pause the game, look down, <laughs> see like what the next five moves up the tower were, do it. And that's how I played through that game. I was like, nope, Catherine, I don't care. I, well, I had to review it for, for starters. Oh, but that's a tough one. I play, it was very, very difficult. And I threw myself at it and threw myself at it, threw myself at it. And I was failing, 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 failing. And then yeah. 
some kind of switch flipped. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I got to, like, Anthony playing Returnal levels of savantness. With like yeah. a, it was weird. I could see through time. You saw the code like, in the Matrix. I, I did. I saw the code in the Matrix. That does not... That has happened to me with very few games. But that one, I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but then the when I went back to... Uh, they did the re-release. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Catherine, I loved that game. It was so satisfying. I went and I had I had, I had had lost the sight. It's, the glow is gone. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, I guarantee you I could get it back, but but no. You know what's funny? <laughs> they just I I went I played a little bit of the remake. The remake is really interesting. It is a very different game, uh, with that third character. Mm. Um but they built in a feature that kind of lets the game itself do the way I played it. Like if you set it to easy, it will like auto show you. A solution oh. yeah wow. which is okay. yeah it's it's interesting i guess enough people were like this well, is if hard. you're here for this look <laughs> you're here for the story yeah yeah i'm here for the articles uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> persona team uh, um i would say i don't know i feel like my most shameless one the only way that I could finish Final Fantasy VIII was turning on that Infinite oh. Health level ninety nine, oh, wow. like the, uh, on the remake, because they give yep. you those like extra cheats. I hate I hate that game's combat. It's it's all the enemies scale with you, and so there's no point to leveling up. And like basic, that game only becomes manageable if you are actively manipulating the card system by either playing or, cards or turning enemies into cards because then you could turn cards into items which you can then few to junction to your your guardian forces to level up your stats <laughs> it's a mess mm. and i've ne- like i'd never finished it before and i was just like i want to i want to play the game i don't yeah. want to deal with all i get i'm 30 or 40 years old i do not have time for this anymore yeah yep so yeah. Susan, what's yours? What did you? Uh, what did you? What was your shameless cheating through a game? You just. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't. I don't cheat. I don't yeah, use no codes. Cheating. I don't like. There was the you know the du- the <clears throat> item duplication bug in Zelda. I didn't do oh, it. Yeah. Uh, you know the loot cave in Destiny. Never did it. I don't. I don't cheat. <laughs> the the item duplication thing in Zelda, like uh, man. I, I found because I had updated and the duplication trick at that point was you had to like go to a very specific spot. It's like the one spot oh. in the world where you can walk between the overworld and the underworld, like oh. the end. And so you go right to the edge Mm-hmm. of and it's weird like you like the trigger for it's like now you're in the underworld is fog appears mm-hmm. uh and so you would stand there <clears throat> and you had to have a bow that shot multiple arrows mm-hmm. and then you would attach whatever it is that you wanted to dupe turn around and face the overworld mm-hmm. and shoot it and you would see all your arrows with the thing that you attached duplicate 
and then they would freeze in midair and just oh, wow. drop and, and freeze just go and drop and then you just go pick them up and you could you could attach anything to an arrow so it's like oh i have stardust and like mm. i and i i did it for like a little while because i wanted to have fun armor for the ending and uh I went through like five really good bows and I had enough stuff and it's like you've upgraded the the just just the shirt from the Ocarina oh, of Time yeah. set. Yeah. Now you can take like w- like like now you just won't die when the final yeah. boss hits you once. I was like fuck you Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Asshole. Wait, and I did ever- <laughs> I did you think did. of some uh, something that I do. I I will, and I do not apologize for it. Uh, Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town. Oh, one hundred percent. Just looking up, like, because <laughs> again, in my desperate search for a cozy game. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's on Game Pass. It was just added to Game Pass, so I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Why the heck not? It does things like. There's a you know as you as you cut down as you cut weeds on your farm sometimes a particular color of grass will come out there's different colors of grass for blue and green the message is if you ship a lot of it something good might happen mm. like, god damn it first of all what's a lot second of all what's <laughs> the good thing that's going to happen is this something I actually care about because oh because here's the thing okay here's another thing that goes on in that game. You'll just, you're looking around, you're, you know, you got your stuff. And then suddenly, oh my gosh, there was a jewel at the, uh, a truth jewel at the bottom of the horse's trough. There are nine of them. If you get, collect all nine, something good will happen. I'm like, oh, wow. A truth jewel. That's cool. Let me look all over the map. I look all over the entire map. I find four of them. Mm. Then I see two different vendors have them for sale for some ungodly amount of money. No, one's one's flat out for sale. One is you have to bet correctly on horse races to win enough tickets to trade for it. I'm like, okay, well, betting on the horse races is fun and I can figure out. I'm like, okay, wait. I'm going to look up what happens when you get all nine of these. I'm not going to, you fool me once, farming game. If you go through all the many, 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 many ridiculous hoops to get all nine of these truth gems and you fuse them together, it will tell you exactly how much fatigue you have. I hate video games. Yep. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a golden poop. It you is very... Gold, is. You got the golden yep. poop. Yep. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, so I, I will look up the answers to those mysteries... Yeah, every time. I, I that's I, I man. When it's just you got you, you ovaltined like at the end I of. I got ovaltined. Oh, yeah, yes. that's that's. I. You gotta make that shit worthwhile. Yeah, it's so. It's like it's so rare that you do the insanely difficult thing, like Majora's Mask. If you do, if you get all the masks in Majora's Mask, you like do it all mm-hmm. to get you know the good go the distance it gives you a mask that turns you into like hulk link like you you become this unstoppable like it's like it's called the fierce deity masks mm-hmm. and like yeah. link gets huge 
you pummel everything. It's I awesome. believe you like, mean he gets swole. Yes, he gets he's mad got swole. Mu- mu- muscles. He has like, muscles. Yeah. This, <laughs> it's gutters, Link. You all of a sudden have gutters, Link. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Give me that. Like, do that. Yeah. Don't give me yeah, what my to, fatigue is. Jesus. Or you could take the Final Fantasy 16 route. You know how you get the ultimate weapon in Final Fantasy 16? Oh, no. The, the, you craft it. What? That's complete it? A, you, you complete a you side quest, and they give you a recipe, and then you just defeat the right hunts on the hunt board and make sure you have enough aura calcum, and then you go to the guy, and you say, I would like sword, please, and he takes the items, and he gives you the sword, it's and not you, like have the ul- you have case. the ultimate weapon. For Final Fantasy 16. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Is it a very hard to find side quest? No. He has a he has an icon over his head telling you that you can do it. And then they give you he you you the side quest is you go to a guy, you talk to someone, you kill some enemies, which what you've been doing the whole game, and then you finish it and you get. And then he gives you some rewards and then a recipe to get the ultimate weapon. In fairness, which is that I've played games where the where you get a recipe for like the best shit, and it's awesome when that happens. Like Dragon Quest Eight. I don't know if you guys remember Dragon Quest Eight was the you know you have the caravan with you, mm-hmm. and there's like the magic pot, and you can make shit in the magic pot. Mm-hmm. To, like, make the ultimate armor and get the ultimate sword and everything, you do have to get the ingredients, but it's, like, it's mad cool to do it. Like, it's... The sword doesn't even look cool. Like, it looks okay. But it doesn't do anything. It just makes, like, your attack is, is 375 now. You like, can't none of tell. the... Nothing that you... Just get, oh, my God. All right, nothing, I need to... Okay. Nothing yeah. does anything in this game. <laughs> That's like that. That's ultimate. Like that's my biggest complaint is that it is just such a flat. And I talked about this on the last episode, but it is flat. The delivery, like line delivery, is just slow and flat. Everyone talks with the same super serious cadence and very slowly, and they won't shut up. Like the guy who tells you about the lore in the world, in the world, he talks so slow because he's old. And then the the guy who runs your 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 little hideout guy is also he's kind of gruff, but he talks so slow, and it's it. it oh. And then on top of that, yeah, like just like side quests are basically just go here, talk to this person, kill guy. Uh, sometimes you'll get you'll just get experience points of gold for it. Other which again leveling up all it does is increase your stats in an amount that may or may not matter because everything scales with you anyway uh and ability points which again don't really matter because once you find a good set of powers that you like and are effective you'll just stick with those and level those up because there's no real reason to switch out because and while enemies are weak to certain icons all you do is a little bit of extra damage there's no like benefit it's not like Final Fantasy X where it's like if you hit an enemy who is weak to ice with an ice spell, they fall down and you get an extra round of attacks on them. No, it's just oh, you, like you use an ability that the that is good against them. You do a little extra damage. 
uh, your party members. You do get people who travel with you. They just kind of randomly hit stuff. They don't really, you can't synergize with them. You don't control them. them or anything? No, no. They're just, they're just there. They're just you there. Your, they, you control your dog. You control you your control dog who doesn't do shit. <sighs> Yeah, just, he does. It. He, he sucks. He sucks. Like the dog in Pikmin Four, more useful than Torgal. I'll say that right now. <laughs> oh. uh, it's just he, like it's cool that he hangs out with you, but like he's you say sick him, and like he doesn't attack. But it's like it's so negligible that you're like, and like there is one ability that he has where he can launch enemies up in the air which is like if if you're good at like pulling off combos and stuff like cool i guess but like ultimately 90 percent of the enemies all go down the same way it's just like mm. hitting them with enough abilities and dodging their moves until you get their stagger bar down until you stagger them and then just unload right. with all your abilities again so that never and changes like, it like that's never what the changes like at the beginning <laughs> there uh. like occasionally there are like fights that do mix things up as in as much as like uh there are like air, they'll do like aerial area of effect attacks that you have to dodge. It's very like some of the boss battles are very similar to like Final Fantasy 14 in that way, where it's like, oh, this huh. enemy is doing an attack. Like, you, I think you might have fought one, um, when you fought those like wing ladies before you fought Benedicta, oh, yeah. where yeah. it's like they, they have this like cross pattern that you have to like stand and like that's but, that stuff's kind of cool. You just spam dodge, but, all you do is spam yeah, dodge. That's all yeah, you, you just do. spam dodge. It's it's very I like I'm not this is not it's so I'm not boring. To, I'm not trying to it's, get good the world, but it's like baby devil may cry. It's like it, it is feel, it it feels like baby devil may cry baby bayonetta. It is and it is it's baby devil may cry, and it stretches that experience out over thirty five to forty five hours rather than t- putting every it. It tries to take an eight hour a game that a system that is normally only good for like six to eight hours right devil may cry is at its best when it's just like you get in six to eight hours you get out and if you want to replay on higher difficulties you'll you'll there's like that skill ceiling is there that you can replay it multiple times and like get but you 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 played devil may cry five though right dave like yeah you play that game there, yeah, there's like a so much variety. Like there's yeah, but, always because there are like three characters you play as, and they all control yeah. differently. And there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, no, this is like they, they had like it was that moment I was talking about on the last show where it was like once I hit that moment where I was like, oh, this is all it's going to be for the next twenty hours, isn't it? And that's all it is. Like they 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 built systems for a game that should be eight hours long. And stuffed it oh, into a forty-hour game. I see. I see. I see. Because okay. there's just there's just not enough else to it. Like the, there's no there's there's like upgrading your equipment is literally just making attack and defense numbers go up. There's no stats. There's mm. no. It doesn't add like. like You're not like guiding it towards like I'm this kind of player or I'm that kind of player. It's just yeah, or, you hit yeah, or. Or and like like rare weapons that you that you craft, like all they do is hit harder. They don't right. like. There's no like like a rare like a quote like rare blue weapon. Like it doesn't do anything special. Right. Like you're like oh this weapon like like it would be cool if it did like ice damage or like you, yeah. if you did like a successful attack it slowed enemies down. And you do have some like a, 
uh, equipment that you can like the the accessories that you can equip that do some of that but like 90 percent of it is like your and this is what i i should have known is that 90 percent of those abilities are like this attack does eight percent more damage oh. because it's like again flattening the experience like this what does that mean to me is that good is that right. bad how does that compare to anything else you're like like and it's it makes it so that that item like you yeah you'll find one that does maybe 12 percent more damage or whatever but like it just makes it so like you don't have to care like if you don't want to care about it you don't have to um which is like the antithesis of final fantasy or or or, you know that kind of rpg like final fantasy's always been like rpg easy mode like yeah since like Mm -hmm. there are a couple outliers where the games are are hard and like really crunchy like two is again it's like the guy who made saga frontier so it's like fucking weird yeah. uh but for the most part like the mainline games are just like yeah you know you'll fight some enemies you'll level up you'll get to a new town and you buy all the gear and mm-hmm. that'll make the numbers go up but there's a like it still feels like you're making progress like like and I was and just gonna say some they're of very those, propulsive. They're all and they're some all of, very propulsive. Well, and some of the equipment too. It's like, oh, well, do I just get the one that does more damage, or do I do the one that has a little less damage, but it makes me ten percent faster, or mm. it gives me gives my weapon like fire damage, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to an ice cave, that might be handy. Uh, this doesn't have any of that shit. Oh wow. Let me let me ask you a question. Because all three of us talk a lot about how sort of bummed out we are that there are so many people that, you know, like, are like, I like a game because this game is my personality, right? Like, I, I, I like this game because I have to talk about how this game is the best thing because it's who I am. Like, yeah. and if I don't think this game is good, then I'm not me. Uh, and I know that there's a certain amount of that in the sort of like critical consensus around this game. Like I, you know, I feel like there's some of that with tears of the kingdom. Like everybody talking about tears of the kingdom, like, tears of the kingdom is the best game of all time because they, they need it to be for them to like, feel good. <laughs> what, why, why do people talk about final fantasy 16? Like it's so great because the I, it seems like the public perception of this game yeah it like i mean the 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 over, the overwhelming response i've seen is people being like yeah i love it like it's it's amazing like my jaws on the floor and oh wow okay yeah like like people are very effusive um but like i was starting after you know, eight or 10 hours to sort of have the feelings that Dave was having. And Dave, since the last episode, I haven't played at all. Like when you were like, yeah, it doesn't change. Like, no, I I beat it. it. And I like, I felt nothing. Oh, you beat it. You, I beat it. it. I beat it. And I felt nothing. There are clearly like, like dramatic moments happening on the screen. Characters are finally reaching their like climactic conclusion of their art. I felt like nothing. Huh? It wow. was a void of emotion. Like I, and again, like maybe I'm just broken. Maybe like watching all of these dang Hong Kong movies has completely destroyed my brain. Like Returnal destroyed your brain, 
and like I just crave something different than what this game is giving me. Man. But I don't know. Like I all I could think about is just like no one will shut up. No like all of this like you can like for like cuz and some of that's probably on me cuz I wasn't skipping side quests just cuz I wanted to see everything cuz sure. It's a Final Fantasy game. It's like the side quests are here, I'll do them. You'll tell me where they are, I'll just do it, but like it like it's just a lot of people just like talking at each other and like nothing nothing connects emotionally to anything else. I have a question. The game yeah. Is there any whimsy in this game? No, it's pretty joyless. Um, yeah, and like again, if they could nail it, then that's fine. Like that, like there are plenty of like like po faced things that I think that like like it could work. But I just think like it's so emotionally detached, and I don't know mm. if that's just a result of the writing or the voice acting or the pacing of it or all of it kind of together yeah or what but yeah like it just like for me it just like that like it just bored me more than anything else susan Um, the the thing the thing that it is most like and it didn't kind of occur to me until i played you know as much as i had Mm -hmm. it is very very similar to god of war ragnarok very similar like it in in the same like it it like is trying to do the same things structurally like the flow mm. of the game is the same it has none of god of war ragnarok's strengths like god. yeah none of the character none of, none of the character none of the because there is so much like humor like the god of war ragnarok is so complex mm-hmm. that like you know in a in a lesser game the preponderance of like menu fiddling and like yeah the preponderance of menu fiddling and loot and and ability unlocking and upgrading of weapons because that shit's fucking meaningless in god of war like it is all so most of it is yeah it's it's pointless. Like yeah. you yeah. learn to do the things like, that you're you, good you at. You do it you, because like it it'll scale the game. Like it, that's how you yeah. scale the game and how that's you progress. How you but yeah, ultimately it doesn't like fundamentally alter the way that you nah. move through the world. But, but that the meaninglessness of that time wasting mechanic, like the poison, is rendered inert by how you know every single time you go on a side quest and you're you're hearing about these characters lives and their points there are characters there are (laughs) characters like it's so rich uh and in final fantasy 16 like you know you meet you meet one guy you you meet like uh sexy sexy middle-aged man sid and he's so great and I was like, well, maybe there's going to be more characters like him. <laughs> and, and, and last time Dave was like, number one, there are no more characters like him. And like, you've basically played up to the point where he vanishes for good. And I'm like, I don't want to. Oh. 
Yeah. Nah. It's such a... I, I've had this, this thought in the back of my brain. And I'm, I'm curious as to how true this is. I mean, there's no way we're, like, we're going to find out like what the budget of this game is. But my thought, my thinking is that this is a game that feels very, that looks very expensive, but was actually mm-hmm. very inexpensive to make. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, interesting. Because like if you just distill that game down to its like part there's just there's not a lot there like yeah there's a combat system and their abilities and stuff and like the cutscenes all look very expensive but like th- the systems there like there aren't any and like everything mm. is so like the act like the the acting and the 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 way that like characters like someone pointed out like they were comparing the way that like characters talk to each other in this compared to the way that like characters talk to each other in the new horizon game and in the new horizon game like even like just just random aside conversations that you'll have with like different people that you meet like it's not even like story-based stuff just like random people that you talk to they're so like effusive like they're animating like constantly Mm -hmm. and like it's like it's like watching a movie and final fantasy 16 they just like they do the mouth goes lip flap and they have a couple can animations and and then like if you want to hand an item to someone he hands the item and like his hand is off screen and you just hear this like thud <laughs> for dropping whatever mm-hmm. item that you're yeah so like that is the kind of thing that makes me think that like i think the way that this got greenlit was like yoshi p was like look i can make you a core mainline final fantasy and we can do it super cheap we can make it look really good but yeah. we can do it on a budget and we can make a ton of money off of this that's my and thinking sony, not necessarily not saying that that's bad not yeah. not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing you, like like you can make re- like horror movies do this all the time where they make like 100 really yep economic looking stuff that looks great but like definitely constrained by a budget and it blows up and makes hundreds of millions of dollars that's my thinking here is that like i i i'm curious like because it doesn't say what engine they're using i wonder if they're using the engine for final fantasy 14 like a heavily modified version but i want i because it feels it has those moments where like like you get the big gorgeous cutscenes, but also the moments where like characters just bat 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 mm-hmm. bat mm-hmm. so like yeah i just i i really wonder if this was like can can like can we make a big triple a game on on not a shoe not a shoestring budget like clearly but like like what can we do to economize this process what what is the mvp yeah minimum viable product of a final fantasy game yeah and they did it i mean it runs great there's your your answer yeah Yeah, i I was i was gonna say the only the only thing that sort of flies in the face of that is I haven't played anything that feels this optimized. Yeah. On uh, like, but again, nothing, if the, if the game was done, this, like, like the game was content complete, like, like almost a year ago, a year right? ago yeah. at this point. And so if they have, if they just spend a like, I mean, again, I say this as if I know about right. game development, <laughs> but like, like, like they like it's clear that like polish and consistency is was important to this project but again like if they they were able to finish that game that soon and then just like know that then just bake that into the but like it's why you haven't heard about dlc for this yeah. game because i imagine if if they're like well we don't need to have a season pass 
if this game didn't cost us a whole lot of money to make, we just make money on, and I'm, you know, DLC will probably come like at some point, but with final fantasy 15, they were like, they were selling that season pass before the game even came out. They were talking about, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like that game cost a lot of money to make because they were using like, yeah, like this weird engine that they created. The the crystal engine. Was that what it was called? Or the luminous Luminous engine? engine. Yeah. Two games they made with that. (laughs) One of them is horrible. And yeah, yeah. And, so that was the first the uh, the other game, Forspoken, used that technology. Yeah, Final Fantasy fifteen technology, which was also very expensive to make. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Like it, again, I don't presume to know budgets. I don't presume to understand. I'm just telling you how it feels to me. Like the people saying like, oh, it feels like a PS2 game, and in my head I'm thinking, oh, like this feels like a PS2 game. But like mm, not like mm-hmm. in like a nostalgic way. This feels yeah. like just like it was structurally a PS2 game. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, and all the like the sort of the budgetary, you know, restraints that that implies. Like I don't know. Like people like you said I don't I don't presume to guess what other people's feelings are about this if they're genuine or not. If people like it, that's great. This game just did not speak to me at all. And it bums me out. <laughs> what's but the, at least I can start watching movies again. What's next? What are you guys playing next? Susan, um, what's your next what's your next game? I don't know. And this is you know, the problem. This yeah. this is this is part of why I'm I'm, you know. There's playing. nothing there's nothing like on the horizon that you're excited about? Not well, I mean the next thing that I'm aware of is Starfield. Starfield, yep. Starfield's but I mean, coming. for like what I'm going to play this weekend, I don't even know, dude. I, I, I need something. I tried to something. play a, uh, it's not Railroad Tycoon, Railroad Empire or something like that. And it was so... so <sighs> <laughs> wearying. It's just... They're, okay. So I played a... a, a it, it's on Game Pass... Give it a shot. It's my husband is playing it. Um, it's a little buggy. I am right now in a place where I just can't deal with subpar localization. Oh, I word. just it it's bothering me mm-hmm. too much. If your language is just slightly wrong, and like if if it's if it's full on terrible, okay, at least there's some humor to be gleaned. But if it's if it's close and yet just quite okay so like there's a thing because english is a very weird language you can mm-hmm. tell someone uh english is a second language when they say how it looks like instead of what it looks like mm-hmm. right super minor thing is that should that bother a normal person no yeah, no well, I, I, you, I you do with you yeah. you you're an editor for a living. Like, of course, it's gonna bother you. Yeah, it I reminds me. I just can't. Of uh, I tried to play. Was it Chained Echoes? Which was the like. It was like an indie oh, yeah, RPG yeah. that yeah. came out late last year. Kind of surprised. It's like, oh, this game kind of looks like Chrono Trigger. The like the battle system is neat in that game, and I didn't get yeah. very far. But it has that problem where you're like, like in looking into it, it's like, yeah, this was made by a, a German guy where English mm. is a second language, and it's just like the writing is like just off enough. Exactly. Like, it's you're just, just like, oh, I can't connect with any of this. Nope. Uh, Guys, get get ready because 
I'm telling you that starting, I'm going to say starting this fall and heading into the next two years, the number of AI localized games. Oh, no. It's going to get fucking ugly. Great. Like, it's going to get real bad real fast and it's gonna be a few years it's gonna be a few years of really really shitty loke i'm sorry (laughs) for all of us uh i uh, i heard something today that i just loved and i'm going to be i'm going to keep this with me and i'm going to share it as often as i possibly can people talk about how smart AI is all the time. Oh, yeah, it's super smart. Like, this model's smarter than the last one. A dog is smarter than AI. Yes, you know why? Because yeah. a dog can solve a problem on the fly. Yeah. Dog yeah. can say, wait a minute. My ball just went under that chair. I bet I can get it out from under that chair. It can learn. It can, you know, make guesses. It can Without solve Without you pro- just dumping information. Yep. AI can't. All AI, do, all AI can do is copy something. Yeah, yeah. it can. It can list uh, Star Wars movies out of order and oh, yeah. with the inc- yeah, yeah. with the wrong dates. Um, da- Dave, what's what's yeah. next? What's your next game? Uh, so I think uh, there's not really a ton of big stuff. So I'm gonna be able to play more games because I can just because like the thing with Final Fantasy 16, it's M rated game. I'm not gonna play in front of my son because right, I don't like ninety percent right, 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 right. of that game really is just like oh you're just like running around a field and just like like slicing dudes with like dumb anime moves like but then it gets the store and you're like oh, okay he can't see this like go so yeah. I've been playing that when he goes to bed so it, it's been slow going but now that that's done back on the steam deck uh i picked up dave the diver mm-hmm. in the the steam i also picked up dredge because uh that was on sale and i heard you guys talking about this but uh dave, dave the diver is like a new like it just came out like a couple weeks ago and it seems like like when it hits switch when you're done with dredge like this will scratch that itch it's less uh, unknowable horrors and more sushi restaurant management sim. Yay! Uh, but basically, you're you're a guy who gets called to uh, uh, an island with your friend, and this fish, this spot that you can dive in, uh, it it changes every day. So they're like, oh. we can we can make some money off of this. So you go in and you you swim around. You got your little harpoon gun. You shoot it. You get fish, and then you take it back up. And the one of the guy's friends runs a sushi restaurant. You bring the fish to him, and he makes sushi. And you have to like cater to the customers that come in and give them their sushi dishes yes, to make money. Yes, yes. yes to then yes. buy upgrades. Uh, yes. How, however, like looking at this and going, like, oh, that's a neat concept. Like I'm, I'm sure that'll be a fun, fun few hours or whatever. That however long. But like then, after playing for like a couple hours, I watched the trailer. And this, the places this game is going to go, like, just, like, there's so many, like, apparently you actually, there are parts where, like, you'll actually, like, make the food, so there's, like, little mini-games where you have to, like, chop up the food, there, like, you have to serve drinks to people, there's, like, there's, like, a whole mermaid tribe that apparently, like, has, like, quests and stuff that you have to solve for them. Like, awesome. yeah, because, because, yeah, like, as, as you're exploring each day that you'll, that you go, like, there are other characters that get introduced. And one guy's like, yeah, like, if you get down there and you bring me some ingredients, I can make you a gun so you can take a gun underwater. Uh, <laughs> which is, is good for, like, taking down big fish, but you don't get as sure. much food from them as you would with your harpoon. 
And so, and then once you complete that quest, that unlocks the ability to find weapon chests underwater, which will, um, the more times you collect weapons, each, uh, it adds a blueprint, which you can then craft so you can bring a weapon with you rather than finding it underwater. And then there are like other little like hidden treasures that you find underwater. It seems neat. Um, I'm really excited to like dive into Sounds that fun. one oh, and see and, oh my and God. See, see how that goes Unac- unacceptable. Um, jesus i so also I, here here's the next one that is on my radar and both of you guys should be aware of it i am the only reason i'm not playing it today is apparently it is still broke as fuck like it is oh. like broken but is apparently like so interesting and cool that like kind of doesn't matter that it's broken there is a game that just came out called Aliens Dark Descent. It is like an official Aliens game. Okay. That is XCOM and Darkest Dungeon at the same time. Okay. F- fucking right. So it's like you you are Colonial Marines I and you are like trying to get onto a resource-rich planet that is infested. And it's like XCOM style command of units trying like to turn based style like turn based style but it's like you like it's about speed like you apparently have to act as quickly as possible and it's like about gaining territory and getting mm. further and further and further in but it's also like darkest dungeon and it's like you're leveling up these characters but they will fucking beef it because it's aliens and then you have to like bounce them out and it's apparently rad like it's apparent like people are like all right well now there are two good aliens games like this and isolation wow right the dark descent uh, you said this is oh wow yeah, yeah it's got dark like descent. But, it's, but it's broken well so i'm fuzzy on that because like every I, i've read a few reviews and even Edge, like prickly, stuffy, pretentious Edge, like <laughs> gave gave it like an eight out of ten, and was like, "Yeah, like buggy as hell. You will hmm. run into game breaking bugs, but it's so good that like it, it doesn't matter. Like apparently, like one of the one of the big bugs is that the voice clips are like they just won't shut up." Like they, like oh the, god, like yeah, oh like, no, like go do it, Sarge, go do it, Sarge, go, like it's just like over and over, and so apparently that has been patched out on the PC version, but like the PlayStation Five and Xbox versions are still right, right. They're just ranting at you, but Aliens plus XCOM plus Darkest yeah, Dungeon, like that's yep. that that's I'm a, here for that's that. a yeah. peanut butter and chocolate and bananas sensation that I. I'm happy to be a part of. So I'm hoping that'll be like, it'll be good to go by the time I finish Dredge. Awesome. Um, I also picked up that uh, Atari 50 collection because I saw uh, they announced that they're doing the same thing, but for Karatika, which I was like, okay, like I have, like I have to put my money where my mouth is. Like if they're going to do this, I have to, I have to, actually pay the money to like buy these things and experience them because like this is what like games like, movies yeah move, and and they're doing it in a way that makes sense with for video games it's not just like oh play the game and then here's a video for behind the scenes stuff and here's some art 
designs and screenshots. It's like, no, we're going to take you down uh, a museum, an interactive museum, and like seeing them give that to like Karataka, I want them to keep doing that, especially for stuff that like I'm not like I have I have no emotional attachment to Karataka, but I could if I understood like the context and you know saw the the craft that went into making it. Same with Atari. Like I I I've played a lot of Atari arcade games, but the console huge black hole for me. Uh, and it's one of those things. It's like the library is just so massive. It's like where the fuck do I even start? Like what is any of this? You know. Um, so having ha- go, like going through that, I'm really excited to check it out. It's yeah, I hope I hope they can keep keep doing that. Like I hope that that like the like it they've implied that it's like the first in a series that Karataka won. So I hope that they keep getting to do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. No AVP on Jaguar in the Atari collection is a travesty. I'm out. I agree. You can't. You can't. You got, if, if you're talking about Jaguar, you got to have AVP. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like AVP. that's like the Genesis Mini not having NBA Jam though. Yeah. Like, yeah like, you can't. You you, you're not going to get it. <laughs> you know, as uh, much as it was a core part of that thing. Fi- fix it, uh, Atari archive people uh <laughs> quit, quit of, messing with the blockchain shut down your hotels nobody cares nobody we cares. want evp and it's already 50 uh dave and who maze else craze. needs to who needs and to what? fix it maze craze maze craze oh maze craze gotta have oh, what the fuck Is come ma- on there's no empire strikes back either how can you have a okay, but at least, okay but you get that I get that. I get that. Yeah. That's uh, a buddy of mine was like the, these people doing the uh, Karateka and uh, the Atari collection. He's like, they should do a Star Wars museum, like do a curated history of Star Wars games. Come on. Disney and Lucasfilm love money. Do that. Give us super bomb bad racing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Susan's so weary. <laughs> the weariness. Just... You don't want to play. You don't want to play Super Bomb Band Racing again? Do you see Darth Maul with the it's, big it's, head? It's, it's got Darth Maul. <laughs> it's, it's a head that's larger than normal size. They have big oh heads. god, I forgot about that. Oh god. Oh god. You, it's like the ugliest... <gasps> like not nothing says PlayStation 2 era like the cover of that game. <laughs> yeah. Masters of Terrace Kasi. Yeah. Put that in there. Hey, no, we streamed that's, that. That's the best show we ever did. Actually, it's tie. Actually, I think, I think for our dev interviews, it's a three-way tie for what's the best one. It's either the Friday the Thirteenth one, that's class, because that was that was legendary, or it's the Masters of Terrascazi one, or it's the uh, Shadows of the Empire one, where somehow oh, shit. we got yeah, because we got we got Microsoft to agree. To let the fucking studio head of the Forza studio come on because he, like, you know, he was basically single-handedly made Shadows of the Empire. Like, it was like him and it's John Knowles. That was amazing. And it was like, we got John Knowles on the air being like, yeah, I I didn't want to name him Dash Rendar either. Like, George Lucas made me name him Dash Rendar. That's, that's how yeah. he- goes he, yeah yeah he was like i'm sorry i fucking <laughs> love that john Knowles rules 
I love John. He's so like, cool. There's no one in there named Darth Icky. So Darth Icky. Dodge dodged a bullet. <laughs> uh who didn't dodge a bullet, Dave? Who did who, <laughs> who didn't dodge These a bullet? These people got gunned down in a blaze of glory on our Patreon page, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash continue podcast. Um all of our backers, we thank you very much for your contributions. It keeps the lights on. Uh, it lets us um, make horrible purchasing decisions and allows us to talk about those things on the show. So we thank you all. But I'm giving a special shout out to our $10 and above backers right now. I'm going to read them out. We've got Josh, Jamie, Souza, Toast, Adam Gauntlet, Michael Coffey, Shirley L., The Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Matthew Peters, Denton Brock, Gluttony One of Seven, Frank Sands, Tyler Nilsson, Shane Nilsson, Yaddle, Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Christian Fisher, and oh, here we go. I didn't scroll down all the way. Skip Dippity, Canonical, Tom Coveney, and Nick Grugan. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you if very much. If I don't much. hear Skip Dippity, I get Skip very Dippity. upset. I know. It gets like, <laughs> like, it's like, look, I love all of our backers. I, I love you all so much, and I thank you, and I appreciate you, but if I don't hear Skip Dippity, I'm not okay. Feels like something's wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're listening and you aren't a backer of the show, uh, consider it. Uh, we we are we are backer supported. Uh, we we need to fill fill up Bill's uh, rations when uh, he produces this, and we need to fill up the internet rations as well. Audio pod and, ca- audio producer about to die needs food badly. Inserts yeah. food order. <laughs> and if if you think that I'm gonna go out there and spend money on Sonic Frontiers by choice, uh, well, you're right. I am. You did. That, I was gonna say yes. You were correct. Um, so I just did it. <laughs> But uh, you also you do get access to our Discord server uh, at the five dollar yep. level. Um, bunch of cool people hanging out, and I've been I started a semi-ish regular movie stream thing until either someone narks on me or the man comes after me. I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, last time we streamed a better tomorrow one and two. Uh, people loved it, so I'm going to keep putting movies in there. Uh, not this sunday but next sunday we're gonna be doing uh big trouble in little china and oh. zoo zoo warriors oh. from the magic mountain sunday july dave, 23rd at 1 p.m pacific dave you might have so. to do a repeat viewing so that everybody can hear the commentary track for big trouble in little china the greatest commentary track oh, of all time the I, one, I, like I yeah, love it because, like, right out of the gate, like, John Carpenter is about to go, like, okay, so this movie, and then just immediately starts cracking up because he realizes yes. the scene is the one that the producers forced him to make because they yeah. thought people wouldn't understand that Kurt Russell's the hero. Oh, it's so Wait, good. what? Yeah, yeah, well, so Kurt Russell's not the hero of that movie. It's the no, joke. It's not. Is Yeah. But the producers are like, well, no one's going to see the movie. Like, Kurt Russell has to be the hero. We don't, and we don't know that. Yeah, we don't. The audience won't know that he's the hero. And John Carpenter's like, but he's not. (laughs) And so producers like, you have to make put a scene in where just a random scene where like some like lawyer guy is talking to the Egg Fu Young driver. Mm, Yeah, Egg Shen. Yeah, Egg Shen. Yeah, talking about like like uh, yeah, Jack Burton. He's the baddest motherfucker on the planet. He's talk- like he's, he's out talking of the, law- the lawyer's deep throat from X Files too. It's, oh my god! It's such a great scene. 
you leave Jack Burton alone. Yeah, it's just like no need for that to be there. And yeah, and then half of the movie is uh, Kurt Russell and John Carpenter talking about their kids. And what it's just talking to. about their kids. It's- and like, they're always like, yeah, like, remember, like, how far out of town we had to go get beers when we were shooting? <laughs> it's so awesome. It's so good. Um, yeah, where can people follow you guys? You personally, Susan, where can people follow you? On, on the, the street internet. over there. On the street. <laughs> don't, oh, don't on the internet. Okay. Outside. <laughs> uh, not, no, that's outside. What is wrong with you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's working again. Uh, uh, at Susan Art, which is my name. Uh, or you can go over to Blue Sky, although things aren't great there right now, so maybe pause yeah. on that. Yeah, pause on There's that. Some, I, ha- yeah. I haven't been online there enough lately, but it sounds like a real bad time. It went south yeah. pretty quick. Pretty some, quick. Some, some well, bad choices are being made. Uh, you're saying the libertarian paradise is actually uh, the gla- <laughs> oh, paper God, house? Oh, libertarians? Oh, dude, it's, it's, it's Jack, the guy who... Um, Founded Twitter in the first place. That explains everything. Uh, okay. Dave, where can people cool. follow you? Sure. <laughs> you can find... <laughs> yeah, as long as Twitter's working, I'm there-ish. David, at David Robots. Um, on Twitter. Wait, said that. Uh, Blue yeah. Sky, also David Robots. Uh, Letterboxd, uh, also at David Robots. Uh, my recommendation this week is uh watch watch don't tell mom the babysitter's dead that's oh, a, good a fun movie, so movie. Good. that's a good it's, movie it's like it's what? whatever like it it follows all the beats you know it but like it's it's no, david decuffney is real sleazy in it and is somehow not the sleaziest person in that movie yeah dude. very very shocking anyway it's if you need to fun. see uh uh christina applegate shoot a sleaze in the pants with an automatic Uzi squirt gun to make it look yes. like he heat himself. It's the okay. only game in town. Uh, you can follow me if you feel like it at a John Agnello <laughs> on other stuff. Uh, I have another podcast too that uh, publishes once a month called video game grooves. It's about mu- video game music on vinyl, which man, the persona Four soundtrack showed up. Two years nice. after I ordered it. Two years. De- uh, December first, twenty twenty one, was wow. the date of the order, and it finally arrived. It's like it's like a treat <laughs> to yourself for best you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks. Maybe we'll watch Dread next time. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.